Hey guys, it's March 19th, 2023. Welcome to the 20 minute week where we prep our trades and speculations for the coming days. Quick disclaimer, this is not financial advice and you should consult a professional before making any investment decisions. With that out of the way, my name is Andrew Baskin. And I'm Fado Alunga. And let's dive in. So I do want to mention real quickly, uh, after some feedback, we're listening to the fans and they said we need a terminology episode. So we're going to get that out with before the next episode hits. Um, we're planning that out. It should be, what, Wednesday? Something? Wednesday of this week, yeah. Something like that. All right. So, last week's trades. Let's start with Apple. That was terrible. I mean, you were there, <laughs> you were, you were there with me in the, like, when yeah. I traded PayPal, and I think the market was, was turning red a little bit, so I took PayPal early on and then you know went for that gap, was out. and then So it was up $100 on the day, and then later I told Baskin, hey, I actually lost four hundred and twenty dollars today. You know, so what happened? You know, and this is like, what were you doing, man? Oh, you want to know what I was doing? I was yeah. one point nine thousand dollars deep in Apple puts. You know, I think next week expiration, our same week expiration. So it was dangerous. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like I was sitting. You know, the risk weeks management out. was more on the risk, SVB kind of risk S- management. <laughs> SVB kind of risk management. Yeah. So Lehman Brothers moment there. So I, you know, I got really lucky with that. Actually, the fact that I only lost four hundred dollars, it's you could it have got on could have got like a lot worse for me. So uh, oh, they, right were right. The, they were the they were the one fifty puts. So. I mean, I'm glad you walked out of that because. Uh, that, that that those contracts move really quickly with the yeah. one week expiration or the, with the same one. week expiration and it's it's t- like very like that has a you know it can rock your mental i should say oh 100 you know? coming like coming off of that like i was looking at my account I was just like dude i don't want to trade this week this that's a tough that's, that's a, a hard thing to stomach that's a hard thing to stomach right there and it's like i have to come back you know and i said power through it and mm-hmm. i guess and that's when i swung the morgan stanley call so that's the next trade where i ended up making like 300 dollars off of that much smaller yeah. trade better risk management contracts were a month out call options you know got the nice bounce and you know made 300 on that and you know i was talking about morgan stanley all last week too so that was one of the yeah. banks i was like following i i have this chart on lock so I'm gonna, yeah and, and like i hit it to me, like take your own advice take your own advice and i hit it twice this week so altogether yeah. like close to three almost 400 dollars, which was awesome so i mean i want to go back to apple a little bit because i've actually had this issue with apple long time ago when i first started trading i lost 1.5 in 30 minutes because i didn't understand like this uh quick expiration what do you think was the driving factor and getting you so deep in the trade just average down <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no um i i was looking at it i was coming off a hot streak from last week too and you were there for that where i my kill was killing my trades home depot last week and then this week i think i was like you know i'm smarter i'm like it was something so it had to do with my mental like i over positioned oversized this trade uh, mm-hmm. it was and I paid for it, you know. I, I mean, you've been on a killer win streak recently. Yeah, I mean, eighty-six percent hit rate. You know, it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's not a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. I don't tra- I don't trade with like more than two thousand dollars in both accounts together, so it's not like you know a lot. But I mean, like eighty-six percent. Mm. Like you know, if I could scale up. You know, a lot of money to be made there. But um, oh yeah, I think it was just that I just got greedy, bro. I mean, pigs got gets, greedy. Pigs get slaughtered. That and that does happen very very quickly. Um. So now moving on things that went quickly, if you were following my Twitter this week on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. Thursday, um, we were able to – oh, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Thursday, we were able to uh, check out that SPY was moving real fast. And um, I, I saw this double bottom forming on the 30-minute and uh, tweeted it out. And 
when we, uh, by the time, like, what, five, ten minutes later? By the time that double bottom had finished forming, I mean, it exploded over the top and ran, like, 5X, which that was that was awesome. But hilariously, I called out the, the wrong call. I fat-fingered fat it. I was supposed to put 396 in there, uh, put 395. Either way, I mean, that doubled the money. Uh, both contracts ran really, really nice, but they were all zero DTEs, and that's zero DTEs move very quickly, as we found out with uh, Apple. <laughs> yeah, no, with, I, I got told I was telling Baskin, I did trade Apple again on Friday, a much smaller trade, two hundred and fifty dollars, uh, zero DTEs, and I told him I said, hey, like this contract looks beat up. That's you know, I just bought it and then it doubled, and I, I didn't hold it for double. I sold it for like you know, two hundred fifty bucks in, seventy dollars out. So net profit was 70 on that. And I just find beat up contracts sometimes, bro. Yeah. So, um, but they move. They do move. Like you're talking about being down. To, like the contracts when I got in were 25. Sometime in the day, like within the next 30 minutes, they were $100 a piece. Oh, yeah. And yeah. That's, that's a fast move. That's I mean, a fast move. 30 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the, the spy trade that I ran, um, the 396 calls were $26 a piece and ended up being one. What was it like 150 like 150 yeah 160 yeah yeah and that's the i mean that just that ran i mean that really ran uh so this week we have a couple of tickers to talk about i think we should probably talk about what's going on on wednesday 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 first before we get into it so the interest rates are coming out with the fed uh that means we're gonna see uh whether or not this whole bank crash has influenced jay powell jerome powell to uh, change his mind either on the speed of the rate hikes or if the he magnitude. wants to, yeah, the magnitude, magnitude of like, what he wants to do. Um, personally, I mean, I've been seeing pretty much around the board 0.25 or 25 BPS, which is, I mean, relatively small in comparison to the 50 basis points that we've been getting for month over month. But uh, European banks did not slow down. So, not really sure what's uh, what's going to be the idea here. What's your take? Um, you know, this is one of those things. I really think that there, like me, I don't think there's a reason to stop raising interest rates at you know 20, if it's twenty five basis points. I don't really see like there's a reason to like we should slow down. And it's interesting because the European Central Bank is kind of moving unilaterally from the fed you know a lot of mm-hmm. times these guys like that's a good indication that the fed has no interest in also stopping these you know yeah. base point these are uh, interest rate hikes so 100%. so i don't i think he raises 25 you know i think yeah. he does 25 base points which is you a can't quarter, really stop it's a quarter percent of interest you yeah. know quarter percent so it's gonna make a difference it will make some difference the other and thing I, is- I think what people are really excited for though are what people really like what the market is really trying to anticipate is is he gonna keep rate like i think 25 base points is you know priced in but i think what he's really like what people are really interested in again is how is he going to keep doing this how much longer when are we going to start cutting rates that's what tech is really focused on that's why you know pretty much tech you know smb anyone who's related to tech like that's any growth of any sort really growth stocks yeah basically gonna feel it i'm fast movers i think think the banks are gonna feel it too personally because they've been saying that you know if this this keeps up even at 0.25 they're gonna have to reshift their assets pretty pretty swiftly at least in my opinion i mean because I was talking to a friend in venture capital and she was saying that, you know what, while she doesn't think this crisis is going to go systemic and be, you know, anything like 2008 was, 
Um, she also said, you know, it's, you know, if they keep tightening this quickly, you know, banks are not prepared to unload their balance sheet that fast. So they're probably making new new runs on, uh, on where they're going to move their stuff. I mean, I don't know. That could be one to watch some puts. Uh, the J.P. Morgan, actually, that I was talking about last week, uh, it came down almost to exactly where I was. I told you. Yeah, I know. I told you. I, honestly, I can't believe I didn't end up taking it. I got a little distracted. Spot was looking a little juicy to me. And, <laughs> yeah, but that was that was also a great uh, play there and I guess should have mentioned it earlier. I, I think that's one thing to take in consideration. You know what Baskin just said is when you're trading – if you have a little if you have little money you kind of you once you're like in a trade that you're what you're losing out on is just is the ability to make another trade as well Mm -hmm. you know a better trade you know you have to you know allocate your resources a little a little more precisely and you have to Mm -hmm. be comfortable with that so i mean sometimes that even means like spreading out like one one contract plays you know just Mm -hmm. all over the board instead of doing like one heavy heavy set yeah one heavy set i mean like last week I showed you I was disgustingly short. I was a thousand dollars relative relative to me, I was a thousand dollars short, you know, going from one day to the next. I didn't lose any money actually. I made money mm-hmm. in all of those trades. Well no, Google's still there, but I we'll see what happens with that. But for the most part, those trades were, you know, they were great. Um but I spread them out. I was short, you know, Snowflake, I was short meta, and I was short Google using put options. Mm-hmm. So it worked out pretty well. I have a nice cushion on this Google trade, which is what I'm watching next week. I'm swinging Google. I swung Google through the weekend, so the contracts are three weeks out, 95 puts. Um, and I have a little bit of space. I'm up $120 on the contracts right now. Um, I only have like $600 in, so it's not, nothing crazy. And hopefully, you know, I can either sell for break even, you know, if I have to like leave this trade, or I can, you know, get a little bit more money out of it. So, but I'm pretty confident in it. I don't think, you know, that's one thing. So what's your, uh, what's your plan with, with google then so like day by day i mean like what do, what are you thinking uh sell target yeah sell target sell target's probably around 98 dollars 98 realistically okay. google is at that 100 dollars psych level right now and if the market's gonna you know make a short short-term pivot over the next couple of days yeah. because of interest rates you know then we're gonna see like i pretty much think there's gonna be some like range bound trading mm-hmm. for uh you know, the next yeah, couple, of the days, next next couple days, days, the yeah. next 48 hours. Which gives happens. you a little time. I mean, you, you even technically could play some some other more advanced strategies, but I don't want to get into that just yet uh, yeah. here. I mean, for the most part, we're just long or short uh, calls or puts. Yeah, long or short calls or puts. So, But that actually is a great segue because we kind of just started talking about our favorite upcoming takers in that one. Uh, what do you see in NVIDIA? It's uh, on the daily. You know, I saw this on Twitter. Everyone's talking about it. And it's just the, it's just the fat hanging man. You know, mm-hmm. daily stick. It's just if you know your chart patterns, you know what I, you know what that is. Uh, Baskin called it an abandoned baby. Mm-hmm. I called it a hanging man or a shooting star. It's pretty much a bearish signal. So mm. it's just what the candle looks like. It's the structure. Given given that information on Friday too, like that mm-hmm. Nvidia is kind of like short. I mean, it's a large company. It's gonna drive some drive some of the market. So I'm oh, that's sure, why I was, yeah. also part of the reason why I'm holding on to these uh, Google puts too. Like I saw that and I was like, oh, tech. Tech is kind of like moving in that might move tech in that direction. Tech is low Exhaustion. key looking that way, and the other thing is like with tech looking that way, and then uh, interest rates this week. If for whatever reason Jay Powell decides to surprise us or hit us like a truck, shock the market. Mm-hmm. I mean, those puts are going to be very, very valuable. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I might hold on to one. We'll see. I'm not looking too. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not the type of guy who like holds on to trades for a very long time. So, other if I tell you like it's a swing trade, like even then I'm, I'm probably doing overnight or like the next day, and mm-hmm. I'm using a contract that's a month out, three months yeah. or like forty five days. Yeah, out. definitely. So that it holds some value. So it holds some value. Like I'm, yeah. the, I for the most part I don't swing weeklies. I've I've been yeah. burned on those before where you're like swinging a weekly contract and all of a sudden, uh, you know you have five hundred and you wake up tomorrow and there's fifty dollars left, oh, yeah. left in the, that trade. Theta can be uh, theta a harsh mother. Implied, <laughs> <laughs> theta implied volatility, all of that. So oh yeah, um, when the moves out in your favor on the weeklies, it, those are brutal. So mm. and I'm going to clarify real quick. Theta is basically your time decay. Well, again, we're going to make a whole episode on all this, but... Time decay uh, is a big word. Time decay <laughs> is a big word, and it's very, very important to what we do uh, with options trading. But, uh, which, yeah, it's important because, like, you know, we're not trading we're not trading spot. We're not trading the actual equities mm-hmm. or the actual stock. like Which you can hold on to forever. Which you can hold on to forever no matter what. Like, these contracts will expire worthless. And you have to remember an option is just the right to buy or sell a stock. Like you Buy a certain date if that contract goes further enough but that's that's enough of that i don't want to confuse everyone it's gonna get yeah we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty there but we don't need to do that just yet uh so now on the other side i know you're saying uh a little bit more bearish on nvidia and google i like tesla for calls right now uh the setup is looking like an inverse head and shoulders i'm gonna pull it up right here looking like an inverse head and shoulders on the third is that the 30 minute no, on the daily. Oof, that's really nice. Okay, well, if this shoulder does end up, you know, broadening out a little bit, finishing up, coming back up to that 200 level, we could see a pretty harsh explosion above 200. And uh, that's, you know, given interest rates are this week and most of other tech isn't looking great, you know, this is probably going to have to show a lot of strength against the market for me to take this one plus their contracts are a bit more on the expensive side so that's your opportunity cost of you know doing that spread out one contract uh deal you know if we're talking like call plays i just you know before i even got here to record you know we were looking through plays and i you know i have baba pulled up right now it's sitting at 81 dollars, but i got this huge trend line starting thursday january 26 um to today and it's breaking outside of that that yeah, downtrend just line. above just above so it's peaking out and i got divergence on the macd so if i'm looking to play calls i know baba is like you know it's, it's on the inside it's it's right there that's yeah. that's my go-to on monday morning if, yeah. if we're gonna get a if the market's gonna start ripping in the morning I mean, futures are ripping if futures are you know they're up a little bit right now they look like they're trying to rip if they're gonna rip i'm i'm there for baba calls you know if it doesn't get too far away and i think the sell target for me on that is about 80 i want to say there's a gap here at 80 85 i'm probably looking at 85 maybe um, that's kind of you know that's kind of aggressive for an 80 like you know five dollar move for an 80 dollar stock so <laughs> very re- aggressive realistically i'm probably looking to sell if i can get in around 81 trying to sell 83 mm-hmm. not with 85 calls i mean that is a 16th of the price so that's that's pretty pretty significant yeah i so. can see that making some percent moves for sure mm-hmm. so i guess um the mood for the week is going to be determined on either the fed or what tech wants to do i mean real uh, realistically i mean what's your what's your best guess what do you think for the rest of the week 
probably they're gonna. <laughs> they're probably gonna raise interest rates at the two. We're gonna two get five. chopped up, bro. We're, we're over here. We're over up. here speculating and we're yeah. talking like we're actually like you know you see Jim Cramer gets you know he gets beat up because uh, his his recommendations he, he, have been very wrong recently. I, I mean, his, I'm his not Kramer gonna, I'm not gonna say it's like wrong, wrong, but I'm gonna say like you know. It's not the like people like to make fun of me. He's he's a guy yeah. on Twitter like a lot of been to it, people like to make fun of you know. Um, I mean he's got his own TV show got, and what have you. But I mean he can give out financial advice. I he can yeah no he, he, I, he can. I think he is uh, registered. Yeah, I can't I can't tell you what to do, bro. Like I'm not. Oh yeah, no, I'm not telling. No, I'm yeah, not saying exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. What to so do, I mean, like the guy, the guy I, yeah. is technically licensed. So I mean, um, as far as like. Doesn't what, mean he's been right though. <laughs> yeah, doesn't mean he's been right. That's I, for sure. I mean, if you follow Nancy Pelosi in the Roblox trade, I think that trade did not end too well. She ended up. Oh, I mean, even yeah, she doesn't. She got she, she that, stopped, yeah. stop loss. So she has a stop mm-hmm. loss too. But what I was gonna say is like I think what's gonna happen is like what usually happens where you're you're making this whole plan and the market just kind of screws you over and then you're getting chopped up, yeah. or chopped up by the market just bouncing up and down inside a range. And, oh, totally. And then you have what theta just burning your contracts, burning yeah. the price off your contracts. That's then, exactly why I hate swinging. And then IV, if you're not, you don't get the move you want and the time you want. Then IV's killing you too. So it's a, there's a lot of things. I personally like wouldn't be surprised if I didn't make anything this week or if I had a you know a tougher trading week. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, any de- any time that the Fed's talking, I always I always tend to struggle a little bit. I'm a lot more picky with my plays on these weeks. Because, you know, the market doesn't know what's what's going to come next. It's pricing something in. If that goes differently, I mean, we could see a hundred different ways. But it's it's good to have a plan. You should always, always, always have a plan walking into the week. Whether it's, you know, a crappy plan or a good plan, whether it goes to plan or not. I mean, you should have some idea, some structure, because this is a structureless uh, area. And I guess that's why we make this podcast <laughs> yeah i mean we're i like i personally find it better when i get to share my plays because same and that's what i was saying i was telling about i also I was take like, a lot high a lot more high quality plays that i share well i want to like impress my friends like who are into trading Always. like yeah, yeah so like it puts a lot a little more pressure on me to like perform better and make better decisions when i am trading and not that even trading well, you can get reckless real easily if you're just on your own Oh yeah, that's for sure. That's what I mean. And at that that point, it's like what? So I mean, I told like having this podcast or like having a place to like you know share my trading ideas. It, it's like I start taking my own advice, and all of a sudden, it's like, accountability. I start taking yeah, and then yeah. I start to like make better plays. Actually, like mm-hmm. you know, I'm holding trades on. I'm holding trades a little bit longer. I mean, your week last week was killer. Yeah, eighty six percent. What 50, fifteen trades, thirteen of them hit. I. And I messed up on what was it, Apple, mm-hmm. and that that's the perfect example. Going you know, going in, going into this week, something to take away is that yeah, I was able to you know pull out nine hundred dollars in gains, and then I had one loss for four fifty. You know, yeah. I could I had thirteen winning trades, and I still only made four hundred dollars. It's all about that risk management, and it's like that's and that's an important like aspect of life in general. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you could do everything right, and then one bad decision, and your trading account is like gone, gone. Very, very quickly. Very quickly. So, and then, I mean, that's why I trade with only a thousand dollars. Like, yeah, sure. I'm not looking like I and I told keeps you in that, check. Almost. It keeps me in check. I can only lose a thousand. So it's yeah. like if I want to put the whole account on one trade. So there's a little bit of a you know what would I say? That's my inter- like a risk management strategy I use. Totally is keeping that account smaller than what I can actually do. If I want to make three or four trades that week, I have to make 
$250 trades. Yeah. I oh, can't, if, I, if I only want to trade once that day, I, I want to throw the whole thousand at it, then sure. that's then only do one it. trade. That's only one trade. But then you see now I can't over over trade because that's I have... That's true. Yeah. You, see, you see how that kind of works out for me. That's what I do. So. Oh, yeah. No, I totally, I totally agree. I'm very strict with my stops. That's my, my definition of there. But we got to wrap up here. I mean, we're, re- we're hitting the 20-minute mark right away. And uh, as we're wrapping up, I want to mention that if you want to stay active with us during the week, follow us on Twitter at AndrewBaskin777 or at JustAverageDown. Both will be in the show notes, linked and what have you. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And remember, traders, respect your stop. Or just average down.